welcome to episode one, one, two. That was really weird. 112 <laughs> of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplore.com. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at tdrexplore, and also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplore. And we're also on YouTube, youtube.com slash tdrexplore. Just type in tdrexplore and you'll find us on pretty much every platform there is out there. (laughs) I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one eating all the food across all the parks across Asia. Don't ask how I keep the weight off. I don't even know myself. I really don't. <laughs> uh, you can find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram at Explorer Nelgay, and that's Explore N-I-L-G-H-E. And joining, as always, is Patricia. Hey guys, what's up? I'm Trish. <laughs> <laughs> I I will eventually get back to Disney. I swear. I promise. I promise. I'm going tomorrow afternoon. I am going to try the new popcorn. I'm going to see if there's Star Wars previews. And I'm going to do a Star Wars activity. Okay? I'm going to go to the parks. I swear. You can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to get to the parks. You really do. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Because here's, here's the thing. I'm taking a vacation at the end of the month. And I already have a really busy work schedule, right? But then mm-hmm. I moved instead of like what normal people would do is where they spread out the work into the next month and earlier in this month. I put everything into early this month and I have no free time. I have no sleep time. I have to go shopping. I can't do anything, Chris. <laughs> but you're here, and that's what's important. That's right. <laughs> Doing the show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So, um, seeing as Patricia's busy. Patricia's <laughs> <laughs> having a mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah, she is. She is. I'm going to let her take a little bit of a breather. Uh, before we get into the show, I just want to talk a little bit about uh, a few things. A few... Uh, news items, and also a, a service. Um, so our friends over at Maction Planet, they do fully customized tours within Tokyo. So if you're coming to Japan and you're interested in doing a fully customized tour, you can look them up. Again, that's Maction Planet. They have over 75 star reviews on TripAdvisor. And... You know that is legit because TripAdvisor can be pretty, you know, pretty ruthless people in terms of on TripAdvisor. people are brutal on there. So the fact that he has over 75 star reviews, that says something that really does. So, yeah, if you're if you want to do a tour, make sure you check them out against Maxion Planet. You just Google it. It'll pop up there. Contact him. And if you do contact him, tell him that we sent you and he'll know exactly who you're talking about. So make sure you go and do that. All right. Next up, the special Disney trip that I have planned. 
We're coming up very close to the deadline for the signups, which is on January 1st, 2018. And we've partnered with exclusive travel partners and David in particular, where we're doing a two week trip to all the Disney parks in Asia. So we're going to Tokyo Disney Resort, which includes Disneyland and Disney Sea, going to Shanghai Disneyland and also Hong Kong Disneyland. We're doing that over a period of two weeks in May. So if you're interested or if you know someone who is interested, send them to our website, tdrexplorer.com. We have all the details right on the front page. It's a sticky post. You will see it. You won't miss it. I have all the details on there. So we're looking for a few more participants. So we're looking for one solo female traveler who is willing to share a room with another female. And then also two more people, two additional people, I should say, um, that are willing to share a room. So it could be a couple. It could be two friends, whatever. Um, You just, you know, you're going to be sharing a room together. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited. And we're really, really close to making this a reality. We do have people signed up already. And we just need a few more people to make it happen 120%. (laughs) I'm super excited. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be so much fun. So I really hope that we get to do this. And if it goes really well, we may do more um, trips in the future. And maybe and maybe Patricia will come next time. I, I know. I'm sorry. I, I got to go to America this year or my mom's going to kill me. <laughs> That's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I need to make a trip back to Canada very soon. I need to go see. Mama Explorer. I know. I need, I, I need to go see Mama Explorer. Okay, so this is, this is going to like detour here for a second. But have you ever like left or like, you know, leave home or whatever. And you know how the uh, house or, you know, whatever is like looks a certain way in your head, right? Mm-hmm. And then you, you know, you move out and then for us we, you know, move to the other side of the world. Right. And things change after a while. But, you know, whenever you go home, you're always expecting it to kind of be the same as the way you left it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it never is. So, um long story short, my mom, Mama Explorer, has been doing large renovations to the oh. house and been sending me pictures. And I'm like, this is not the house I grew up in oh, <laughs> anymore. No. <laughs> it looks so different. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, I have no idea why I told that story, but I did. So there you go. It happens. And, I'm sh- and it's the holidays. So you get like, you know, you start thinking about those things. You're like, oh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things that's hard to explain if you, you know, don't live away from home, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And especially in our case, we live so far away from home. Yeah. You know, it's it's not exactly easy for us to, you know, go home and visit. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that has to happen for, for us to be able to do that. So anyway, I'm sure Mama Explorer is listening and she's probably going to kill me later for talking about them. But <laughs> it's okay, Mom. I love you and I'll talk to you very soon. <laughs> All right. Uh, we need to move on with the show. Oh, uh, one more thing before we move on. Um, Patreon. We love everybody that's on Patreon. We love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A million times over. And we really hope that you're enjoying our bonus episodes. Uh, we just released our latest one. Um, it was a bit of a... We kind of went off a little bit on that I, I think I think the holiday stress kind of um, overflowed. Yeah, we kind of let our holiday stress out in this episode where we kind of talked about our pet peeves at the parks. Um, it's a, yeah, there's a little bit of drinking involved and a little bit of profanity. Um, so, yeah. Um, and that is that is exclusive for our Patreon subscribers. So if you're pledging $15 or more, 
uh, you get access to these bonus episodes. And also, you get access to all our previous episodes, too. So if you start pledging today, you're going to have, what is it, 10 bonus episodes to catch up on. So that's a lot. That's a lot of listening. It's good for all that holiday traveling. Exactly. And we do one every single month. So you're going to get a 30 minute bonus show once a month. And if you'd like to support us on Patreon, I guess it'd be good if I gave the URL. It's patreon.com slash TDR now. Again, that's patreon.com slash TDR now. And we would love you forever if you would go and pledge a little bit because every little bit does help us with the show all right let's talk about this week <laughs> the show wow <sighs> there's there's it's like it's it's kind of a, a really bizarre week in terms of like news and things like that yeah i don't like we have news from all three of the parks here right like it just seems like there was there's i don't know like is everyone trying to get all this stuff out before they go on holidays or what's going on? I don't know. I'm sure that's part of it. And it's just like really like kind of like uh, like weird little tidbits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some of it's big, some of it's not. Some of it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh my goodness. Yeah, we have lots to talk about. So we have our news. We've got our in the parks, which, which I'm the only one that went to the parks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to speculate on this, all this expansion stuff which is the biggest news that came out uh, of Tokyo Disney Resort. What's going to happen with all that? And we're going to speculate. Again, it's a speculation. We have no idea. So don't take it as truth. It's just us talking. We're just like talking. <laughs> like, and then we have a park tip and our listener questions. <sighs> news. Where should we, where, where do we begin? Can we start with the, the weird merch announcement? yeah because i saw that today was it announced today i don't know when it was announced but i saw that and i'm like what 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 is going on with the anniversary (laughs) okay so care to explain okay so (laughs) So, (laughs) you can't even can't even explain i can't even so tokyo disneyland has its 35th anniversary coming up and usually it has things announced for the anniversary that are limited to only that year but this year, I guess they're throwing that out the window, and there's almost nothing going on. Yeah. And to celebrate, like, the lack of excitement, they're releasing pre, pre-anniversary pre merchandise. So, like, this anniversary, this lackluster anniversary that is is coming, it's coming soon. So here's some coming soon merchandise. Thanks, Tokyo Disneyland. I really need that in my life. God! I hate it so much! <laughs> So the merchandise is called um, "Opening Soon," and it's like <laughs> it's a it's a it. small yeah. I, I, the "Opening Soon" part is a little head scratching. Like that's just weird English, in my opinion. Like if it said "Coming Soon," that would make more sense. But "Opening Soon" seems like it's doesn't really fit. Anyway, um, they have it's what nine items. Like it's not very many. Um, like, and they have like a towel, they have a pin, uh, they have a keychain, they have a Tomica omnibus, and they have a pocket, double pocket holder, whatever that is. No idea. Um, they have a tin badge or like a, a button, um, and a sticker and a greeting card. I like the design, but I just like my, my question is why, why do we need this? Um, it's going on sale in February. So that's what, 
a good two over two months before the actual anniversary starts. Yeah. Oh, and there's also Mickey plush. Mickey's wearing his um his 35th anniversary outfit. Yeah. So that's coming. <laughs> it's just it, it's so out of left field. You know, I like mean, I've never seen this before. Like I'm I don't know. I've never seen pre-anniversary merchandise before in my life. It, it was something where they had like these massive announcements of something really exciting happening. I could see it being a thing but there's so little announced and what they do have announced is like stuff that's pretty standard every five years like regardless of like whether there's an anniversary or not the shows like the permanent parades do get replaced every five years here no matter what i mean maybe they'll stop that in the future i don't know but like it's just it's just so mind-boggling to me i'm like what what are we what is going on but I'll probably end up buying something because I, I kind of like the design. <laughs> I am part of the problem. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I want no I part, part of this. I'm like, I'm I'm out for this for sure. Uh, I'm kind of sucker for greeting cards. You can buy the real merch when the anniversary starts, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but I want both. <laughs> I want both. Oh, anyway, okay. We're done with that. <laughs> oh, um, oh, oh. Let's. What? Speaking of head scratching, mm-hmm. what about design news? Design. Design. This is from Hong Kong. Oh, you're, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, the castle. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they released more concept art for the uh, Hong Kong Disneyland castle, uh, the transformation that's happening. And uh, it's like, to me, it's pretty much the same as it was last year uh, that came out. Like, of course, you can nitpick it if you want but i don't particularly care to do that but i know a lot of people do but whatever um very mixed um, reactions by people uh you don't like it or do you like it i don't, I don't remember what you i like parts before. of it i like i like the stage i like the special mm-hmm. effects that they've added around the stage like the water fountains and everything looks really really cool i mm-hmm. you know i like good design and i feel like i understand no, mm, I don't like the design of the castle. I guess I never saw last year's art for it, but I do not like the design of the castle. Hmm. Personally. See, I was, like, when I saw it, I was kind of, I thought, whoa, okay, this is kind of, it's jarring, it's I guess, the best way to put it. Um, and I was kind of, uh, like... I did write about this on the blog because I kind of, I don't know, I wanted to share my opinion, <laughs> which is something I don't really, I don't normally do, like on the blog. I don't no- normally share my opinion too much, mainly because, I don't know, I just never have. But um, I did this time, and one thing that really stood out to me, because I was reading through um, the press release for it, and one thing said, uh, like describing the, the castle the like the whole design of it it says it reflects the cosmopolitan character of hong kong and when i read that i had like i sat there and i thought about it and i thought you know what that makes sense like if you look at the if you look at the concept art of the castle you know it's it's the it's the representation of 13 princesses so the like there's all these i guess you know hodgepodge of things going on with the castle but then if you look at Hong Kong's skyline, it's kind of the same way in terms of like there's different types of buildings, different lights and everything. There's no real uniform 
to it in terms of just the way the skyline looks, but that's also part of Hong Kong's character. So I kind of applaud them for kind of making a really bold move in terms of the design. I have no idea if it's going to work. Like this may be really bad. We don't know because you know it's concept art. We can't really, we can't really you know make a final judgment off concept art. We're gonna have to wait until 2019. But I don't know. It grew on me. I'm a fan. I feel like the buildings in Hong Kong skyline are well designed to begin with. So even mm-hmm. though they're different designs, they still mix well together because it's a mix of like history. It's older buildings with good design. And newer buildings with really nice design. And I feel like if the castle would have been a mix of good designs, it might Mm -hmm. have worked. But the design itself kind of looks like a mess, in my opinion. No, that's fair. But like you said, it's until it's done... You you know, you can't say anything because people, they might change it. They might change things. They might move things around. They might clean it up, make it look, I don't know, more polished. We'll find out, you know? Yeah, we'll see. And they've already started construction on it. Um, from the like the uh, back of the castle, they've uh, that's already blocked off and everything. Um, uh, the, the front of the castle is still there. Um, it's not covered up or anything yet, but they're going to start doing that after January 1st. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this all plays out. For sure. Because we've, we've never seen this before. This, no, no one's done this before at a Disney park where they changed the castle. And I mean, it does deserve its own castle, you mm-hmm. know, for sure. But yeah, I the, just wish it would get something nicer. Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, the, the current castle at Hong Kong Disneyland is a carbon copy of the one in Anaheim. Like, it's exactly the same. Um, like I'm sure there's a there's a couple of small differences, but for the most part, it's pretty much carbon copy. So Hong Kong wants their own, of course, of course, and they <laughs> Kinda, deserve their know, own. You know, they do. Yeah, I think every park deserves something that represents them. And then, of course, we can get into the whole debate of well, then Tokyo Disneyland should get their own. Yeah, I don't know, because we do have the Cinderella Castle here. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> But ours is like it it looks different like the like the color hues are different if you want to like get into like detail something like that sure. you know I I've never actually sat down and looked like it in in detail but that's a, one of the things someone's mentioned to me before mm-hmm. because the sky the sky is different right like the sky in Florida is that that very blue sky so the colors that match the sky have to be slightly different yeah fair enough um Shanghai. <laughs> we got news about Shanghai. So Shanghai is um, increasing their price ticket, or their price tickets, the ticket, their ticket prices um, in June. What is it? June six, June six, twenty eighteen. So as of right now, they have two tiered pricing, which is regular and peak pricing. Uh, regular meaning it's weekday tickets, or like going going during the weekday, and then peak means uh, weekends and holidays. And so what they're doing is they're going to make three tiers now and increasing the tickets across the board. So there's going to be regular peak and peak holiday ticket pricing. So regular is, again, just weekdays. And it's going to go up to $60 US 
from the current $56 US. And the peak is going to go up to $87 US from $75 US. And peak is um, summer holidays, weekends, and most Chinese national holidays. So you'll have to check on the website to see um, if your dates fall under peak. Um, and then there's peak holiday which a one-day ticket, and, and this is the brand-new uh, tier. Peak Holiday, $100 U.S. for a one-day a one ticket. And this applies to the Chinese New Year, which is in February, and then also National Day celebrations. So, sounds like... And um, what they do here, or what, what they mention, um, is this is to help reduce crowds during peak periods and improve guest experience. Th- Which makes sense. Yeah, I, I think that's a good, a really good move, actually. Well, especially, well, it, like, obviously, I, I never went during the summer, but you did, and that's a peak period. Yeah. It, I think I think they could really benefit from it. I think um, it'll, it'll do well for them in terms of profit. They have a lot of people going, and they should definitely take advantage of that. Um, I think it'll be better for the guests if, if, if it um, kind of lowers... The, the kind of like numbers a little bit, you know, um, while still keeping like the, the cast standards higher during peak periods. Cause when we went, it was pretty, it was pretty, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's a very good move. So good job. Shanghai. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, I agree. It's a, it, it's a good move on their part. Um, making the tickets more expensive will make people, you know, want to go on the cheaper times that they really want to save money because, mm-hmm. you know, $40 US between a regular ticket and a peak holiday ticket, that's a lot of money, especially if you're going with a family, that adds up very quickly. Right. And also add on top of that, um, the the rules with the food, bringing food into the park too, because they recently um, started banning, you know, bringing in food. Um, um, outside food, I should say, because people were bringing like literally grocery bags full of food into the park. Um, so, yeah, uh, Shanghai is improving, as we mentioned before. So it's good to see. Good to see. <laughs> it's it's I, I think it's kind of fun seeing how like how much the park is changing already. And it's only been open for a year and a half. Yeah, it's inter- interesting to see the adjustments that they have to make. Right. Yeah, because um, like when uh, obviously when Hong Kong Disneyland opened, I wasn't like I wasn't paying attention to theme parks at all, so I never got to see how it changed, mm-hmm. you know, from you know opening day. And of course, you know, I wasn't born when Tokyo Disneyland opened or the original Disneyland or Walt Disney World, um, Paris. You know, I was too young to know what was even going on then, <laughs> so. Um, I guess, you know, this is the first time actually being able to understand things and seeing how they change. So it's interesting. It really is. That's enough for the news. We've got enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Tired. Um, In the parks. Again, I'm the only one one that went. What did you do in the parks, Chris? I ate because that's what I do. Um, There's a new popcorn flavor. Which I, I I think we mentioned it last episode. We did. Uh, the garlic shrimp popcorn. It was 
not my favorite, but it wasn't bad either. Okay. It's just, um, in terms of seafood, shrimp is a little bit lower on my list in terms of like the type of fish I enjoy or like seafood I enjoy. Like number one would be tuna. I, I just like tuna. You know, tuna is kind of a safe seafood. Um, and then after that would be salmon. And then third is shrimp. And uh, it's hard to describe the, the shrimp flavor because it's not just straight up shrimp. It has like a, a kind of a earthy taste to it is like the best way to describe it. Um, like a smoke like a like a barbecue yeah like, kind of yeah like it kind of it kind of tastes like like you can taste so like when like when you have shrimp there's like there is a very distinct difference between shrimp that is like that that doesn't have the uh, shell on it you know the you usually the shrimp that you find like on sushi and stuff mm-hmm. and then the shrimp that has the shell on it that comes out like on a plate and you have to like take it out of the shell and eat it it tastes like the shrimp that you have to take out of the shell and eat. It has that, that, that taste to it, mm. which is not bad. Like, obviously if you're, if a, if you're a fan, then there you go. You're going to like it. Um, and then the garlic, the garlic is just good. It's very, like the garlic is very potent mm-hmm. with it. Um, it had lo- a long line. Like I waited a good 15 minutes to get it. But I think it's only in one spot. I didn't. I didn't think to check, but it was only in the American waterfront. Well, that, that was the one I went to anyway. Um, you know, I just thought of so, like a really weird question. What's that? Do you think? Okay, this is really, really strange. So bear with me. Do you think it's okay for people with shrimp allergies to eat the shrimp flavored popcorn? Like, do you think it has like real shrimp in it? Uh, I probably wouldn't chance it. Like, I'm gonna ask them. Because, like, what do they yeah. use? They use, like, powder, right? To, like, make an approximation of the flavor? It's it's probably real shrimp, like, ground up or something, you know? Okay. Because it, it tastes pretty, like, it didn't taste artificial. It tastes like If shrimp. that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does. So, yeah, d- yeah, if you have an allergy, probably not a good idea. <laughs> Stay away, please. <laughs> um, but, yeah, would I have it again? Probably not. Oh, so you didn't like it. Like, for real. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. When I want popcorn, I don't think of garlic or shrimp. Right. To be quite honest. I just don't. I'm going to have my black pepper popcorn or my curry popcorn or my honey popcorn. Garlic shrimp once was good enough for me. Okay. I'm going tomorrow. I will check it tomorrow. Yes, try it. Try it and let us know. I want to know. Um, the other thing I had was the Star Wars Calzone. Tell me this one is good because it looks really good. It was good. Um, thankfully, it was good because it replaces the um, <laughs> the uh, normal Calzone that's at Pan Galactic Pizza Port in Disneyland. Um, it's the like the uh, normal one was the mozzarella chicken, and this one is chicken curry, uh-huh. spicy chicken curry. I thought you were going to say that it replaces the garlic shrimp taste in your mouth when you eat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, maybe, I don't know. I kind of, I think, I think I had the calzone first, then the garlic shrimp popcorn is what I did. Is it, um, (laughs) is it very spicy? No, they say it's spicy. It has a little bit of a kick, Mm -hmm. but like, even if you don't like spicy food, like this is totally fine. It really is. Like it's not spicy at all. Um, 
but it tastes really good and I, I would have it again for sure. Um, and it's black. <laughs> the calzone is black because well, like the uh, actual name of it is called Dark Side Calzone. Oh, cool. So it's a black and I didn't notice this until I bought it because it was it's kind of hard to see in the photos. Mm-hmm. There's actual there's like gold dust on it to make it look like stars. What? To make it look like there's a galaxy. <gasps> yes. That's and amazing. then, of course, it comes with um, really nice packaging that says Star Tours on it, Tokyo Disneyland. It has, like, Darth Vader on it, C-3PO, and all that. It's really nice packaging. Um, and also, too, they have a um, ginger ale tapioca drink that comes with a really nice um, plastic uh, Star Tours cup. Mm-hmm. It also says Tokyo Disneyland on it. The cup is nice. The drink is not. Oh. Like, I don't like the tapioca drinks that they do at Disneyland. I just don't. I don't think they're very good. Oh, no. Oh, bummer. Well, it's kind of like the um, tapioca drink that they did for Halloween. <gasps> Shut your mouth. I didn't The I Minnie didn't Mouse like one? The vampire one? Did not like it. That was life. Okay. okay it was no. not. It was so it good. Was not. It was It was so not good. good. I'm sorry. It wasn't good Oh, my at God. All. Chris, I did what not are you like saying? It. <laughs> like... I wanted to like it, but I just didn't. Mainly because, well, okay, um, for this ginger drink one, or the ginger ale one, it was literally just ginger ale Fanta with some tapioca, and they put something else in it. Like a syrup? Yeah. And it was just like, oh, that's it? It's not really worth the extra money. Like, if if you like ginger ale, then sure, fine, get it, because you get a nice cup with it. Like, well, it's a it's a plastic cup that you're supposed to throw away. But if you want to keep it, by all means, go ahead. Um, but other than that, you can, you're can you best off getting something else and saving money, mm. in my opinion. Okay, I can see that. Like, instead of getting, yeah. like, a soda pop, you can get something else. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I did in the park. <laughs> Wait, did you do any attractions? Did you watch any Christmas no. stuff? You just ate. Oh, I, I did watch... Um, a Perfect Christmas. I watched that again. Oh, how was that? Where did you watch it? It was nice. Um, the stairs. The stairs, like walking up by Zambini Brothers. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I was actually up there recording a video. That's what I was doing. <laughs> and then I just happened to have a Perfect Christmas happen to start. Nice. And yeah, that's pretty much all I... Yeah, that's all I did. I'm going to go back again this week before I leave on my vacation as well, my Christmas vacation. Um, I have a few things I need to take care of there before I leave. Um, So, yeah, go and try the garlic shrimp popcorn and let me know what you think. I want to know. I will. Um, Have the calzone. That is like a total thumbs up for me. I want to take a Um, picture of the stars, the gold dust. (laughs) Yes, it's so good. I I put pictures on Twitter. If you want to scroll back a few days, you'll find it. Okay. Do that. Um, The drink, though, the ginger drink, no, skip it. Okay. It's not good. If you you want tap, I don't know. It was orange or yellow. I don't know. Lemon? Maybe. I don't. I just tasted sugar. That's all I t- could taste. Yeah, really. That's true. Um, if you want something with tapioca in it, go to Gongcha in Xperi and get like actual bubble tea with proper tapioca balls. Gongcha That's much is so better. Good. I have a free drink but, from Gongcha on my little point card. 
Ah, oh, I need to go. Maybe I'll do that. You should go. go. Let's let's all go to Gongcha. I love Gongcha. So Gongcha is so good. Bubble tea, boba tea, whatever you want to call it, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Enough about food because we always end up talking about food. Um, really quick about our affiliate Kluke. Um, they sell tickets, uh, discount tickets for theme parks, not only in Japan, but also in Shanghai and Hong Kong. Um, if you go through one of the affiliate links on our website and also uh, through our the show notes. But if, if, if you do go on the front page of the website, you'll see a little thing with a picture of Mickey, Mickey Minnie and it says Tokyo Disneyland one day ticket. You can click through there and you can also buy you know tickets while you're browsing around stuff. Um, and they have tickets for a bunch of other stuff in Japan, Hong Kong, Shanghai as well. And we have an exclusive offer code to save you $5 off your very first purchase. If you enter the code KLKTDREX, again, that's KLKTDREX, you will get that $5 US off your first purchase. And full disclosure, all the um, any purchases made through our affiliate links does earn us a commission, and that does help keep us running. So... Um, if you are unable to, you know, us, um, uh, pledge us on Patreon or something like that, you know, just buying your tickets through Kluke also helps us as well. Um, as always, every little bit helps and we really do appreciate it. And Kluke is a really good service. We wouldn't recommend it if we didn't believe in it. So you can use it knowing that you're going to get good service. All right. Let's speculate. Okay. <laughs> Let's oh get into God. the speculation. All right. So should we like really quick explain what's going on? I think we have to because it's it's pretty big news. It is. Oh, my goodness. Do you want to explain it or do you want me to? Um, there's going to be a big expansion. Um, some kind of expansion, right? Something's going down. So um, just to read from an article, one of the one of the many articles from like a bunch of different news sources, like legit news sources, like... Um, the the Japan's top financial newspaper, Asahi News, uh, Japan Times, uh, lots of different sources. Um, Oriental Land Company, the or- operator of Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea, is plan is planning to spend roughly three hundred billion yen, um, about two point seven billion dollars, which is pretty close to the price that was um, the amount of money used to build Disney Sea. To give you an amount, an idea of what that can get you uh, of course disney sea was a while ago but still that's a lot of money and um this is to expand the two theme parks sources with knowledge of the matter say wednesday okay so <laughs> we don't know who these sources are but whoever these sources are may we know that the way japan press operates is that news is revealed to the sources at the same time and um then they're allowed to report on certain things or, or not report on certain things and so it seems like they're they can't officially say yet and olc has come out and said there's no official announcement so until there is an official announcement we won't know what's really going down um but it says the company plans to start constructing the new areas a 30 percent expansion of the existing parks uh by 2025 one of the sources said um and to free up space a parking lot adjacent to the parks within the sprawling tokyo disney Resort complex in Urayasu Chiba Prefecture will be turned into a multi-story structure, which is happening, and that's already um, starting, isn't it? Um, 
It says work will start in 2018. Oh, 2018. Okay, well. But, you know, it's close enough. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So there's a lot kind of going on, but that's a lot of money. And it's a pretty big space, that parking area. Yeah, like, it it makes sense that they're making a multi-story one because, um, like, they have one at Disney Sea, Mm -hmm. And the one at Tokyo Disneyland, like, I've rarely have I seen that parking lot full. I think maybe once or twice. Yeah, it doesn't get full anymore. I've seen it full. Yeah. No, it definitely doesn't. So there's a lot of unused, like, wasted space Mm -hmm. there. Um, Is it enough for a third park? Uh, That's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. That's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, that's the thing. The thing is, like, some people have speculated a third park. And the thing is, like, the speculation that the people have made is that it wouldn't be like a park park, but kind of like a mini park, whatever that would be. See, that sounds weird to me. Right. But OLC is also kind of weird. So yeah, that's true. they've had some yeah. really bizarre ideas in the past. Like, luckily, some, they've been scrapped. Like, this um, idea to build throughout Japan, like this kind of Disney, Disney themed, like, shopping entertainment area and that fell through because it sounded kind of kind of like "Mm," too you know it's but it kind of falls along the same kind of idea of a mini theme park you know what i mean so i can kind of see them almost wanting to go with an idea like that but i don't like Mm. it you know so i hope it's not that i hope not yeah i don't think it i think if, if even if somebody had that idea I think at some point in the stage, it would be uh, turned down, right? It just, yeah, it's, it's, it seems too out there. It does. And and it also seems, because OLC likes to do these ideas that have failed at other Disney parks, too. And it almost feels like if you're going to do a mini theme park, it would be kind of like, what was that mini theme park they had at Disney World that they finally shut down? Disco- what was it like with all the video games and um, oh Disney Quest Disney Quest man we had a couple of years ago the Disney World like the the passport that included that and we were there for like a couple of months and we never went hmm. and I feel like that might you know because they sometimes like those things that like didn't work out and they're like oh maybe we can make it work you know what I mean so yeah that's true <laughs> But honestly, I don't. I don't like it. I don't think we're. I don't think we're getting a third park. I really don't. Um, Not in that space, anyway. No. So okay, Uh, like so, again, like because we're speculating, we can say whatever we want. So I know they say they're going to expand Tokyo Disneyland, Disney Sea. It's a big expansion. Um, My thought is like maybe, like maybe. You know, like a while back, we heard about rumors about them opening a resort in Okinawa, like a mm-hmm. a, um, a uh, resort similar to Alani. Yeah. What if they did that? Like, what if they built? Like, I know that it's like complete opposite side of the country. Um, but what if they like some of that money went to that? That I could see more. I mean, there is there is like a reason why that fell through. And I feel like they the, the the people seem to agree that it's happening here. 
in Urayasu, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and they, they're clearing up the space for the parking lot. If not, they wouldn't bother clearing that out because that costs money too, right? Yeah. So I feel like they want to use the space that they're clearing up. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So we're going to have that big parking area. We have NK Hole, which they own. Um, it's a weird space because it's almost like T-shaped. If you include NK Hall, if you want to include NK Hall, like maybe it's not a good idea to because it's kind of like there would be some kind of like separation because of the monorail line, you know? Right. So um, just for people who don't know, um, NK Hall is... It was actually like a pretty famous like um, music and performance venue um, that was on the Tokyo Bay. And um, they closed it. It's been sitting empty. Um, OLC owns it. Are they going to build a hotel? Probably, I'm guessing, with that space. Um, but who knows? We don't know what they're doing with that space yet. Mm. A hotel would probably be more likely. <laughs> I think more than likely it's going to be a hotel. I think probably a Disney hotel. Um, yeah, because what, like, what is it? like? The Disney hotels here run at like 90-some percent capacity yeah. or something ridiculous like that. So adding another one would benefit Especially on the monorail um, line. Capacity? Yeah. Yeah. Like, capacity-wise, it would be a big benefit to them, for sure. Um, I could definitely see them expanding Tokyo Disneyland even more. Because I know, like, I know we're, we're getting, like, the Beauty and the Beast thing that's not even done yet. It's not even half done. But what if they, you know, built Star Wars land here? That would be nice. Like, or, like, a that, Marvel that area seems, would be cool. That yeah, Star Wars Lens feels more viable because, and like, I guess cheaper in a way because they're already built, like, you know, they're building it at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. So they would have, like, they would save significant money by building it here because a lot of the work would already have been done. Right. Um, of course, you know, OLC would probably want to add in, like, you know, their, their own original ride probably or something. Because you know, the two point seven billion dollars is a lot of money. It's a lot of so money. So that money's gonna it's gonna have to go somewhere. Um, so that's probably a more viable option for Disneyland. Yeah, like once that we get into more. realistic good ideas, I think that would probably be one of the good ideas to do. Um for sure. I mean the thing is, like, out of the two parks, Disney Sea really needs some love right now. Disneyland is getting the Beauty and the Beast land, and for sure they could use that Star Wars land. I mean, the whole Tomorrowland in Disneyland could use a makeover, right? Um, and yeah. we're in, in, we had a, a big chunk of uh, Tomorrowland kind of like taken away with the new Fantasyland expansion. So it would be really, really nice uh, to have a Tomorrowland expansion as well and like a renewal, right? And we know that that's something that they've always kind of had in the pipeline that they've been wanting to do and um, it gets put what- off for whatever reason. So it's been something on their minds for quite some time right now. So I think that would be fantastic. Um, what I would love to see, I would love to see um, like Marvel represent, like the superhero representation in the parks. Because right mm-hmm. now we have zero. And all the yeah. other parks in the world have it. You know? I'm wondering, like, like I have zero numbers. Right? I have nothing to back this up. But I wonder how popular Marvel is in Japan. Because I know the movies do... I think they do well here. I'm not sure. I've never actually thought to look. 
But I'm just wondering, like, would the Mar like would Marvel do well here in Japan? I don't know. It's um, it's it's kind of like a growing uh, market right mm. now. They've had the second Comic Con this year, and oh, yeah, it's yeah, just duh, growing right? <laughs> more and more and more. So if okay. they're look, the thing is, OLC doesn't do well with trends. If they're looking at upcoming trends, I think it has the potential to do well in the future. Um, as it is right now, it's still a growing market. But I don't know if you've noticed, um, people that have zero interest in comics are wearing like Marvel logos and goods because they like the design of it. So, um, right. I've seen a mm-hmm. lot of females wearing like Marvel stuff. Exactly. And like, and like, and by, and by females, I mean like teenage girls wearing it. Like, like, you know, there's a pretty good chance a lot of them probably aren't reading comics. Yeah. That's the thing is that not, so, not everybody is, it's but trendy. it's trendy. And it's a growing trend. And there's actually a big uh, girls uh, girls movement, like girls into American comics trend. So mm-hmm. um, the potential is there for sure. It's ah, very interesting. And Disney is marketing. Even if it's not there, you make it popular, right? <laughs> That's what they're yeah. good at, right? So That's very true. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I want to see something at Disney see so bad. I'm wondering if they're going to bring back the whole Frozen land. I wonder if they can. Because, like, Hong Kong's getting it, right? I would imagine that if they were building it, they would ask for exclusivity. Or something. Or something. Yeah, not, you know what I mean? Not sure. So yeah, I wonder if they can get it. But that's what one of the people was one of the 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 sources was kind of like hinting at too that they were considering something with frozen but again it's only speculation and the other outlets weren't reporting frozen so maybe they were taking that from the prior announcement that they had made and canceled i don't know yeah well and like if hong kong does have you know this um like um exclusive rights to it for a certain period of time um the construction is rumored to start in 2025 Mm -hmm. so whatever hong kong would have would be it would be done by then right so i guess we could probably see that and like that honestly that's the only type of land that makes sense at disneyland or disney sea i should say because ocean going that too yeah i'm just like uh, you know looking at um like if you looked in Hotel Mira Costa, mm-hmm. you know that that big mural and there's that glacier area. That's like that. I feel like if they did that, it would complete it. Sure, or or they could just re, like repaint it. Repaint it, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Nothing would stop them from being able to do that. But yeah, oh yeah, and you're right. Also having like an actual Moana land would also work. I think. I think that would be cool. I don't know if they would go with that. Yeah. Hard to say because there, there's kind of a Polynesian type area in Disneyland already. Like it's not really a land; it's just kind of like a little area that's kind of set in Hawaii because with Stitch and stuff there too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But um, Disney, yeah, I, I, I like I thought about this, and I don't know what else you could put at Disney Sea. And so I do. I don't want to say Pixar because I don't want to jinx it. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll be something completely not matching like Pixar. I mean, yeah, yeah, 
Maybe. <laughs> well, I guess we have the, the Toyville trolley area. Toyville, yeah. At uh, In the American waterfront. Yeah, but. I don't know what's going on with that. With, yeah. So, yeah, maybe it'll be something like, yeah, they they just... I have no idea what's going on right now. Or, okay, so I know we... I, I've mentioned... I think I've mentioned this before, but um, if they were to add, like... You know, if they want to do, like, maybe a revamp of Arabian Coast by adding a Aladdin ride of some sort, like an, like a good Aladdin ride, like a like a dark ride or something like that, I don't that know. would be kind of cool. I mean, but that's a ride. I mean, this is enough money to build a park. Yeah, I'm just kind of trying to see where they would throw the money around. <laughs> like, if they could just throw it at, like, every possible angle they could. I feel like like we might also see a lot more um, kind of going into the technology side. Um, Oh, yeah, you're right. They've had a lot of um, cast like hiring issues. You see there's a big push for hiring. So um, you see like ways that they're cutting down on cast. Like, for example, um, the ticket booths um, are going to be mostly machines now. So we might see things like that that might... um, cut cast casting a bit and make more how do you say like easier for people to tour the parks using tech maybe something like magic bands or something like online fast passes like we've seen at some of the other parks so we might see something like a movement in that direction and that would cost a lot of money to start right yeah because they lack in terms of like so we have like really good tech in the in the attractions themselves but we don't have tech that benefits the guests or like make the makes the guests' lives easier. And they need to pour money into that. They really do. Like, I'm sorry, but the official website is a joke in terms of how to make reservations and stuff. That whole thing needs a revamp. As we've said many, many times, that thing is terrible. It's bad. Um, and yeah, um, moving to like digital fast passes would be nice too. Um, and with the, uh, uh, new turnstiles that they're going to be putting in, like the new gates and stuff, um, they're going to be, they're going to have facial recognition stuff for annual pass holders. So that's, you know, moving in that direction, it seems. For sure. It benefits the guests and it benefits the company as well. Right. So I think that could be where some of the money will go. I'm very curious to see the official announcement you know yeah we're supposed to get it in may yeah roughly well like you know probably some sort of announcement it likely won't be everything because 2025 is ways away um as of right now and so we'll yeah we'll probably get something and like we've seen before even if we do get something that early um we've seen official announcements change we've seen frozen land get canceled so um, even once it's officially announced, we don't know if they're going to follow through with it or not. Yeah, that's true. Things can change. We all know that. Things can change <laughs> on a whim. Oh, it feels like it What anyway. would you like to see? What would I like to see? An Aladdin dark ride. That would <laughs> be cool. Keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um like I'm a little hesitant on the whole Star Wars thing because I feel like 
Like, like, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Well, I shouldn't say big Star Wars fan. I'm a Star Wars fan. Like, I'm not a huge fan, but I, I enjoy Star Wars. And seeing as two parks are going to have Star Wars already, having another park having it feels like, I don't know. I, yeah, I guess you can argue this either way, but um, I don't know. I feel like we could do something else here as opposed to Star Wars. It's on another continent, so. Yeah, it's true. You know. I want. Well, I want to see. Know. I would. I would love to see some kind of revamp for Tomorrowland. Whether it's even if it's copying Tron, copying Tron, adding Star Wars, some kind of revamp for Tomorrowland would be very nice. Yeah. Like. Okay. So if they like, let's say they just kind of kiboshed Tomorrowland altogether and turned into some like Star Wars land. I could. I'd be okay with that because I. I'd, I think Tomorrowland's had its time. <laughs> Tomorrowland's not really Tomorrowland anymore. It's more like in the past. Retro. It doesn't really represent tomorrow anymore it's like for retro me. Tomorrow. I know. Like, of course, like don't get rid of Space Mountain. Don't get rid of Space Mountain. That's a classic. Just keep that. Um, but like everything else, um, it can go. <laughs> oh no. I'm sorry. I know I probably made a lot of people upset, but that's just my thoughts on that i um i i know like the thing is like and i get what you're saying about like how you feel uneasy about star wars land i feel like i like the open-ended story lands so whether okay so like let's say you get rid of you get rid of tomorrowland i can't i don't want to get rid of the original lands let's say you get rid of tomorrowland i would rather it be an open idea for different stories rather than one particular okay story. so you know what i mean so, so like so maybe we don't get like an actual star wars land right but star wars is in, more incorporated into Tomorrowland. within part of something bigger right like a bigger okay. theme so that's why i like i like the themes like fantasy okay. land and Tomorrowland and Adventureland because you can put all kinds of adventures in Adventureland. And if you want to make it like a like um how do you say like a like in like in uh, like a jungle in in like Asia or if you want to make it like an adventure in Latin America you can do that you know or like any part of the world you can make like some kind of adventure in Adventureland right I like that openness you know okay I I agree with that I like that idea yeah you're right yeah so not a full on Star Wars land but but maybe something with more of a Space exploration or something like that, right? Yeah. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good one, actually. I like that. Hmm. So, okay, for like, so for a hotel, like, let's say they built a new hotel. Okay. What kind of hotel would you like to see? What kind of theme? Uh, I want to I go back. I, I grew up a Disney World girl, so I want to go to, like, those... Like those big themes, like Polynesian resort, you know, or um, like I love, I love like those, like those very, like again, I like those open-ended stories, like like this kind of like it puts you in this other kind of like, how do you say, like a like a different world where you're surrounded by that theme, whether it's like that or whether it's like the beach club with its sandy pools. And mm-hmm. like, just like, like, ah, you, you, you feel like you're at like grandma's house in the countryside on, on, on a, at a beach resort or something like that. Or like, you know, like, um, 
like Animal Kingdom or something, like something big, like go big or go home. I know the space is not big, so we're not going to get that. But like I want something, I don't want another Toy Story themed hotel. I don't want another character themed hotel. I want like an Mm -hmm. idea or concept theme hotel. Okay. That screams vacation. So for me, um, I'm kind of thinking in terms of, so I know we read something about how they wanted to build like a quote unquote Japanese theme park to kind of to kind of showcase towards foreigners more because mm-hmm. of course tourism is getting bigger and bigger in Japan. Right. So instead of having a park, why not have a Disney hotel that is themed after a traditional Japanese hotel? That I would freaking love, like a Wafu style hotel. Yeah, like like a like it, a yeah. Like have yeah, like have a hotel that you would find like somewhere like in Kyoto or something like that with a very traditional, old style ryokan. That would be hotel. perfect. If they did that, I think that that would be phenomenal. I think, and that would definitely attract um, the foreign tourists, of course, which is what they need to cater to in the future. They really need to, and I think something like that would be a home run. I think you a hotel yeah, like that. I think you're right. I think it would it would it would attract. International guests, also Japanese guests. I think a lot of Japanese yeah. people would like really love it. You know, mm, like imagine staying in a like a in a Disney hotel, and you have the traditional you know the uh, traditional sliding paper doors in your room, and the um, the um, um, uh, tatami mat floors, and you know all that stuff that you find in a traditional ryokan. And maybe a like a onsen or sento, yes. like the the public bath, but it's all Disney themed. And we have and everything. natural hot springs in Urayasu, so they could do that. Yeah, so there's, I think, like if they're going to do a hotel, I really hope they do something like that because that yes. would be, like that would like I think that would be a big, a big easy win. I think. I think so too. You could Disney it up. Totally. It doesn't have to be like so on the nose, you know what I mean? It's that would be beautiful. Yeah. I would love that. Just a really gorgeous hotel, like Japanese style hotel, traditional Japanese style hotel. So um, to kind of you know, because international tourists love going to like places like Kyoto, mm-hmm. and also within Tokyo, going to Asakusa. Because that's a very traditional part of Tokyo. So international guests love seeing that kind of stuff. And if you incorporate that with Disney, well, there you go. It's a winning combination. It's a no-brainer in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Very easy win. Oh, my goodness. Again, I hope someone from OLC is listening. (laughs) Please take that idea, OLC, because it is freaking amazing. And also call us and we can talk about payments later. (laughs) (laughs) Give us a call. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. That was a lot. That was a lot of speculation. It was a lot of speculation. Oh, and to be honest, that that whole hotel theme, I just kind of came up with it now. I love it. I even I, like just off, like just off the top of my head, I came up with that. You know, now if they don't do it, I'll get angry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Don't blame me. Don't blame me. <laughs> I, what, would you like to see, like? I think we've talked about this before, but it would be really cool to see like um like a Japanese style Disney park. You know? Yeah. Like, kind of take, like, the uh, Japanese part of Epcot, but make it into a full-blown park. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how, like, they have, like, Edomura 
in places mm-hmm. like that. Like, it would be kind of yeah. cool. It's like a Disney version, you know? Hmm. I wonder, so kind of going back to that, I wonder if they would like maybe make a land that's like Asia themed. I know that sounds weird, but, you know, instead of a Star Wars land, they have like an Asia land. I don't know what you would call it, um, but, you know, someplace that has like stuff from obviously Japan and maybe China and maybe, you know, Southeast Asia, like things like that, maybe. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that would work. That could that could work. That might be more suited for Disney Sea. Maybe? Like with ocean exploration, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because uh, yeah, cause a, a lot of Asian countries are like, you know, like surrounded by ocean or by the ocean or something like that. And So it's kind of easier. And we easy don't win. have like Asian ocean exploration represented at Disney Sea. No, not at all. And again, it goes back to the whole wanting to appeal to international guests. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like when they initially built these parks, of course, it was for the Japanese market, but that's changing now uh, because of tourism. And of course, you know, aging population, there's going to be more and more international people living in Japan. Uh, I'm I'm sure that's probably where the trend is going. So, yeah, something like that. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be interesting because they could they could do so much with that, you know. Oh, yeah. Like we have Moana, we have Mulan. What other, like, is that really it for, I can't think of any other princesses. But it doesn't have to be, like, movie-based. No, that's true. I wonder if they're ever going to do, like, a Japanese princess movie. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, that, that that's a whole other topic in itself. In and itself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, let's move on to our park tip. Speaking of Star Wars... <laughs> Okay, so if you uh, if you feel like your Star Wars knowledge is really good, there's um, a Star Wars quiz you can take, and they have like this really cool retro-looking pamphlet. I don't know. Have you? Did you see it when you went to the parks the other day? No, I didn't see it. It's really cool. It's like only like a thousand yen, you know, and um. It gives you some examples on the website of like different questions that they ask you. And like some of the questions are like easier, like, oh, what color is someone's lightsaber or something like that? Or, uh, or, uh, where, what planet is this character from originally? And, um, some of them, then it gets like a little harder. It's like, what is the name of the band that plays at the cantina? And then you think, oh, I got this. And then it's, uh, different. Like, how do you say the name with the, with the right name of the band, but like in a different order? And you're like, which order is it? I thought I knew this answer. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay, and you're yeah, like, yeah, ah, yeah, which yeah. one is it? So like, it gets a little trickier, you know? So it's, um, it's kind of, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a fun thing to do. Um, so uh, that's, that's, um, that's my tip of the week. If you don't, um, if you don't read Japanese, um, I'm not sure if it's bilingual or not. But um, even if you don't, you could use the Google Translate scanning function, and that should work. So. Okay, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I'm okay. So you go, you try it, and I'm gonna try it too. I'm gonna try it. I feel like I, 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 you know, I feel like I might know the answers, and then I feel like I'm, I might fail. <laughs> Miserably. You know? <laughs> it's also good Japanese practice for us. It is. That's true. 
I wonder if you get like a prize or something. That's that's what I'm kind of curious about too. Mm, yeah, go check it out. Report back. Okay. I want to know. All right, uh, listener question. All right, all right. So, our listener question comes from Anthony, and Anthony writes, "Hope all is well. It is. <laughs> Love your show and all the work you and all the work you do. Such attention to detail and super helpful. Thank you, thank you, thank you." Um, I would greatly appreciate your advice regarding a trip to Hong Kong. Um, I have planned for me and my boyfriend next year in early April. I know you've mostly you're mostly Tokyo Disneyland focused, but all your information about Hong Kong and Shanghai have been super helpful. So hoping this question isn't too much of a stretch. Oh, definitely not. It's all good. Um, we have two days at Shanghai Disneyland on Monday, Tuesday, April second and third, and then are planning to fly to Hong Kong. On Wednesday, April fourth, we would like to go to Hong Kong Disneyland for one day. Given that, given that, uh, I don't know how to say this properly, Queen Ming Festival occurs Thursday, April fifth. We're having a tough time deciding between going to the park on the Thursday, which is the national holiday, uh, the day of the festival, or Friday, Friday or Saturday of that week. Um. Well, Thursday, Friday, we'll have shorter wait times, worried about the shorter park hours, and that some of the show's entertainment won't be available. Then Saturday, imagining the crowds will be much more intense. Uh, Do you have any advice on which day might be best? My boyfriend is the Disney expert and is leaning towards Friday, but wanted to see if you had any thoughts. Thank you again for all the work you do, Anthony. Oh, it's a bit of a tricky one. A little bit, (laughs) I would say. Um... The important thing to know about Hong Kong is it's not really busy um, compared to Shanghai or Tokyo, especially if you've been to Tokyo. Um, Hong Kong is like a vacation, like a legitimate vacation <laughs> in terms of crowds. Um, the crowds are not that bad. Um, so so given that the, the there's a national holiday on the Thursday and we're a little concerned about the shorter hours and... Um, shorter hours and less uh, show times. Um, so yeah, a, a national holiday will probably bring a little bit higher crowds, uh, but probably nothing that's not manageable. To be quite honest. Um, and then if you go Friday, you're going to have the shorter wait time or like shorter hours, of course. But then on Saturday, longer hours for the most part. Um, and you're going to have weekend crowds. And honestly, the weekend crowds aren't really that bad. Um, they're very manageable, especially if you get there right at the like, right the park open. If you're staying at the resort as well, you're going to get fast passes, which you'll be able to use on some of the attractions and stuff. So what would you say, Patricia, like Friday, Saturday? I agree with you 100%. I think um, take the extra hours on Saturday. Even if it's slightly crowded, like Chris says, it's not. It's not like it's not like a hor- horrible. You know, you can you can still get a lot of stuff done. Um, that more hours means more hours in the park. Whether that means taking a little bit of a longer lunch to enjoy your time chatting together, or um, catching one extra attraction that you wouldn't have had a chance to do, even if it was less crowded. I, uh, you know, um, yeah, take the longer day. Take the longer day and enjoy every minute. Um, I'm not sure if you're staying at one of the hotels, the Disney hotels. If you are, um, then you're definitely, as I mentioned, you're going to get the fast passes and stuff. And um, for 
the times for all the entertainment and stuff, they publish it. I think it's about a month in advance, month to two months in advance. So as you get closer, just kind of keep an eye on the like the times and stuff. And and if you notice, like there's a big difference in terms of when performances are, um, like you know, on the Friday compared to the Saturday. Then Saturday, then maybe decide then, like maybe it's best to go on the Friday then, as opposed to the Saturday or vice versa. So just kind of check uh, when times are for stuff, especially for Mickey and the Wonders book, which is definitely a must do for sure. Yeah. Uh, paint the night as well. We don't know if they're going to have any fireworks shows. I don't think they're going to cause it, their nightly fireworks show ends in January, first of January. So I don't know if they're going to be doing any like, you know, fireworks show at the end of the night. Long story short, Saturday's probably fine, but just check the hours and, and the entertainment schedule about a one, one to two months ahead of time. Cause that's when they publish it. And then you get a better idea. And, I know it's not in the park, but make a reservation at the hotel to get the dumplings, the character dumplings, because they're amazing. <laughs> yes, do the dumplings. Yes, you have to do it. All right. We've rambled on long enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have any questions, suggestions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplore.com. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you aren't already, make sure you make sure <laughs> make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, um, and do us a favor: send our episode to at least one other person, share it with them. Uh, you can find all our guides on our website tdrexplorer.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter instagram all under tdr explorer super simple i'm one of your hosts chris the chief content editor editor for tdr explorer and i am the one that's going to be enjoying a a summer christmas very soon in australia and i cannot wait (laughs) and joining as always is the beautiful patricia i'm the one who's I swear, going to go to the parks this week. <laughs> you better. Yeah, and I'm going to have rollick in Star Wars time. Uh, uh, you guys, thank you so, so much for always listening and for all your input and everything. Um, and keep exploring. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.